I think that's good right there. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty decent. Pretty Genesis. Good. How you doing, man? I'm good, brother. How are you? Pretty good. I only actually have one question that we can end the podcast right now. What? Um, I want to ask you hmm. on behalf of the audience. Um, when was the last time you took a shower? <laughs> I don't think this is what the, this podcast is supposed <laughs> to be about. <laughs> oh, I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm very clean. I take a shower every <laughs> single day. Uh, yeah, no, it's just it's it's been pretty hot um, today, and so you know our boy here was uh, sweating a little bit. You know, and yeah, just, you know, just I'm just giving him a hard a hard time. Just a little bit. <laughs> it's in Dallas, man. We're in January, and it's yeah. 50 degrees, and it's still hot. I just I always wonder about <laughs> Texas weather. It's 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 just it's never stagnant. Like it's always different. Like on Christmas Day, I think it was 70. 60, yes, 70? Like I was like, mm. that's crazy, man. Yeah. One day is cold, one day is hot. Yeah, yeah. What do you prefer, cold or uh, warm weather? Cold, obviously. I can't handle the heat. No, I, I, I love stand in the heat for like two seconds. I'm sweating already. <laughs> Look at me. I'm, I'm like yeah. sweating already. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's difficult. Definitely yeah. the warm though for me. I like know. that's that's why I'm wearing, you know the. The sweater, and I'm like, I'm loving it. It's yeah, definitely gonna be a blooper, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually sweating. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm dead. The fan is on, though. Yeah, and that's. But I don't feel it. Do you feel it? <laughs> nah, that's one of them ghetto fans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. But uh, Lazarus, EOTC, and uh, the Life Society. Collab. Uh, collab. Collab. Collab, yeah, collab. yeah, yeah. I can't pronounce. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm half a Ethiopian, half a. Any studio? Well, what am I? <laughs> 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 yeah. Were you born and raised here? Yeah. I think. Nah, we, we never talk about this. This story is long, but to put it in short, I was born here when I was two. My mom sent me overseas. She don't want nothing to do with me. Ah. Oh. <laughs> and she's right next door. <laughs> she's right next door. <laughs> but she sent me uh, back to Ethiopia, and I lived with my dad for six years. So I lived in Ethiopia for six mm-hmm, years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when I was eight years old, she was like, "Oh, never oh. mind. I want you." Oh, back. I have a son. <laughs> <laughs> have a son. <laughs> Let me bring him back. <laughs> and she wanted me back. So ever since I was eight years old, I've been, you know, okay, in okay. the land of the free. Okay. In the land of the brave. I see. I see. I see. Yeah. Cool. I uh I was born raised there, yeah. So I guess I'm more Ethiopian than you, than you are. Cause true fob. Cause <laughs> I'm true a true. Fob. <laughs> I'm a true fob. Anyone that knows me th- or that that has known me the past few years knows that so much of the social cues or whatever they call it, mm-hmm. like it's always over my head, man. Like I had to learn through bumping my head, like uh-huh. in every in every social situation, and uh, you know. I can't say I've learned a lot, <laughs> but, you know, I've learned some, so, you know, but it's, it's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. Yeah, man. I think Ethiopia, it's, I don't remember much when I was there, but um, just the culture, just living there, it's just so much freedom. I think we believe we live in America, so we have so much freedom. We have no type of freedom. The type yeah. of freedom that you have in Ethiopia, it's um, so unimaginable. Yeah. So it's really good. I think we would have been friends. Like, when you were eight, like, when, if you were in Ethiopia and we met, I think we would have been friends. Because I felt the same way. For real? Uh, yeah. 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 Speaking of that, I think, um, how we, when I first met you, man, um, and this was 20, back in 2016, mm-hmm. I, 
do not be fooled, people. This is not like he did not look this good. You oh know? lord, <laughs> he did not. He was he did not have the smoldering look and everything. Nah, it was not. He was not like that. Um, Hidata Mikael, I remember, and you know we met and yeah, um, we surfed together, and I I didn't think much of it, but then years later, we met again mm-hmm. at OTYD. Oh yeah, yeah. Plug OTYD Dallas. OTYD Dallas. Uh, <laughs> Um, and we, it was a discussion group, um, and it's interesting. It, 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 it intrigued me how another person, you know, because I, I did the same thing, but another person was pursuing, you know, r- truth. Yeah. Which is, you know, so, so um, rare. So simple, but so, so rare. Mm-hmm. Because I do the same, whenever I do the same thing, like, you know, like asking questions, curious and trying to uncover like what you know the reality of something is mm-hmm. i'm usually met with like um you know pushback sometimes um but then i saw that in you in that w- one discussion group and I, I thought wow this is a really cool guy <laughs> and, like there's no way you know like and then like, i saw the whole you know transformation and everything yeah and i was just that and then we had conversations after that uh which you know led me to know to understand that it was truly the grace of God, man. It's truly the grace of God, man, that got you here. And yeah, it was just very, it was deeply um, grabbing for me mm-hmm. um, and very appealing. Um, yeah, very I much I think so. uh, the discussion group was very beneficial. Um, because it was beneficial, um, I think speaking about truth, Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that we don't do often, right? Um, we're so superficial. Even when we meet somebody, it's just a, hey, how you doing? My name is this. And it's just over, right? Yeah. We don't really seek out and try to uh, have conversations that connect us on a deep level. Um, how's your spiritual life? Like, what are things that you're struggling with? And sometimes when you ask people those questions, they don't want to talk about their struggles. Uh, but I'm kind of like the opposite. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm struggling with something, why am I struggling alone? Um, I think there's always somebody out there that's struggling the same things that you're struggling. And you're not the first one, and you're not going to be the last one struggling mm-hmm. with the things that you're struggling with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So being kind of su- superficial and not talking about um, those things and hiding back the truth really, really negates your progress of your spiritual life. Mm-hmm. So when we had that discussion, um, any discussions I, that I'm in, um, I try to be engaging towards everybody and say, hey, like, you're really not going to get much out of this if mm-hmm. you're just going to sit back and just not be truthful. Yeah, about and speaking in conjectures, like not uh, like a, in a like guessing, like more like a, a hypotheticals, yes. you know, not uh-huh. necessarily like what's your life like mm-hmm. wh- where are you at exactly you, know, you have to be yeah. really open about those mm-hmm. type of things it makes me think of uh um just as you were saying that i, I keep thinking of you know time and time again uh saint paul writing in his epistles um just being vulnerable i don't know if you noticed that like t- like sometimes you tell the corinthians for example um i know i'm short i know i'm like you know i'm not very very well spoken mm-hmm. but and then like he goes ar- and then, you know what i mean and then times where he's talking about his like physical illnesses yeah. And then sometimes where he like there's this one time where he wrote to Timothy where he said, I'm the chief of sinners. 
Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and then he didn't. Some people think he said that like to, to be poetic, but really he meant that. You know what I mean? And then I think of you know what you just said right now. It's 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 not to say that um, we have to um, dump you know everything and then try to almost have others consume us. You yeah, know, in uh-huh. a sense, because um, that's not how reality works. You know, the father right. wasn't like the God. The father wasn't. Uh, oh, I have to die for my son. Like, I can't let him die. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But rather, you know, to each his own. But then there's still that component of love that keeps us tethered to each other, uh, connected to each other, which uh, becomes apparent um, through our continual dialogue based on truth. Mm-hmm. And that's really what, what attracted Jude. Like, it was just, you know, um, it was very powerful to me, man. Um, and then, you know, our various conversations, like, past that, is very uh, monumental. 100%. You know? Even yeah. when you talk about St. Paul, where he said, I'm the chief of sinners, and then he says, but, wait, hold on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, even the saints admit that they're struggling mm-hmm. in their own personal lives to one another, mm-hmm. St. Paul to Timothy. Mm-hmm. Um but we, with the the community of the Orthodox Church or any type of church, we fail to do that. We fail to tell each other, "Hey, I'm the chief of sinner." Like, mm-hmm. but we're going through the same things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always try to uh, seek people that are uh, kind of going through the same things that I'm going through, mm-hmm. um, because I have somebody that knows what I'm going through also. Uh, besides your confession, Father, I think having fellowship with people that are struggling the same struggles you're struggling with mm. it's the it's the most important comfort you can ever get exactly exactly and we n- really really when we look at the saints um especially saint paul um when he's writing the epistles and when we're reading our bibles those are things that we can uh, incorporate within our lives yeah. like telling people hey i'm a chief of sin- like i'm the chief of sinners um so when you're reading your Bible, it's important to uh, incorporate uh, what the saints are writing in the epistles. It's, it's not just a superficial book that you just read and just hang up, but it's something that uh, can correlate with you on your day-to-day lives. Yeah, exactly. So you heard it here, folks. <laughs> Next time you go out with a billboard of all your sins, let everyone know. All right? That's sure. not what I'm saying, <laughs> <but> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... I see I a hundred percent, man. I think a lot of people find know that and the depth of their souls. Yeah. Because, you know, we're made in the image of God where we have um a connection towards truth mm-hmm. and just a, an affinity and attraction towards truth. But sometimes we just avoid it and we avoid that, you know, vulnerability, that connection because we've been burned so many times or we see other people burned. Or maybe we're just too prideful. You know, the, yeah. this whole um, and this is something me and you kind of disagree on, but then, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that another time, but then the aspect of self-love, let's say, for example. Oh, yeah. Se- self-love. Self-love. Self-love, uh, and I'll say this in passing, we'll definitely talk about it more, but um, self-love is, um, there is, you know, a healthy uh, self-referential love that comes from outward in, meaning from uh, validation from God towards you. Mm-hmm. And then there's a, a self love, which is you know usually equated with pride by by the church fathers, which is um, I want the world to conform to me mm. type of thing. And I th- I've d- I'm definitely seeing that, especially with the you know 
movements going on, um, LGBTQ movement. Yeah. Um, it's not to say that they're not, you know, oppressed or, you know, things are that are horrible are not happening to them. But um, this aspect of me, 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 mm-hmm. you know, like it's it really sounds like a, um, my little sister when she was two, just, you know, crying, saying, can I get can I get lollipop? Yeah. And then like two seconds later, can I get lollipop? <laughs> and yeah. I said no. And I just um, just perpetuating that. Um, so, yeah, I think it's it's definitely important. And uh, this. This will hopefully uh, remind people to 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 be more uh, vulnerable, to be more honest, to be uh, and and pursuing that is really uh, on the path of God, on on the path of pursuing God. Um, it, it's it's in a way you could say is a, a plea from us to them, you know, mm-hmm. and from us to each other, yeah. to to keep doing that. And so, using that segue, let's say. Um, I I don't know if you checked it out. Uh, y'all need to check it out. A plug again. Uh, the Lazarus podcast. The first uh, podcast uh, episode. You got to plug my podcast too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the Life Society, of course. Um, n- names are really so interesting to me, by the way. Um, I, I want to ask you, why, why did you choose uh, the Life Society um, name for your platform? Um, uh, there's, there's a verse... Uh, where Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Mm. Um, and the way, of course, everybody understands he is the way to uh, salvation. Uh, the truth, he is the truth that has descended upon. Um, and the life. Um, I chose the life specifically um, because in my um, philosophical mind, I think of the life uh, meaning um, this daily pursuit of trying to seek salvation, trying to uh, seek repentance, mm-hmm. and trying to seek Jesus. So um, the life in my philosophical mindset um, just meant uh, Jesus is uh, in my life today, okay. yesterday, and tomorrow mm-hmm. in society, uh, because why not? <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. So um, uh, creating that circle of uh followers that believe in jesus and that pursue him mm-hmm. not just today but keep on pursuing him each and every single day beautiful hence yeah. the, the name the life exactly uh, yeah beautiful. what about you lazarus eotc um it's uh it has to do with the story of you know lazarus um mm. one of the beloved friends of christ um lazarus mary and martha and him dying I'm just bas- basically alluding to the, you know, let's say philosophical, you know, to <laughs> use your thing, uh, alluding to his death and resurrection in, in uh, uh, the gospel. Um, and that was instantiated by Christ calling mm-hmm. him. And it's to kind of reestablish that uh, within the youth. Okay. Um, and, and honestly, primarily me, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm the chief of sinners, man. <laughs> Are you the chief of sinners too? <laughs> I'm the chief of sinners, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, you know, uh, I, I chose that for that reason. And then also there's this one uh, other book. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely talk about it another, another time as well. But it's 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 uh, under that name. And that's what reminded me. I was like, okay, that name might be interesting to be to entering the mm-hmm. Ethiopian Orthodox space. Because I've heard it in the other Orthodox spaces. I just wanted to use it here as well. Um, so yeah, 
the reason why I asked with the names is, you know, just names in the in the in the scriptures. It's usually um, under under the guise of okay, your name means something, mm. a, and then your name is also what you do or what your responsibility is, or you know, just uh, it gives you your identity. Let's say hundred percent, and like the same like with uh, for example Jacob, you know when he got that name from God. Yeah. Um, you, you who you know, wrestled with God and then, you know, triumphed mm-hmm. and uh, receiving blessing. And so, uh, just, I, I thought that's interesting. Uh, it's interesting to me when people do that instead of the, the, you know, the new trend of, Oh, what's cute. Like, what does the baby look like? I think I saw like in a, in a Grey's Anatomy episode. Um, yo, yeah, yeah, guys, I watch Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> sure. You I know, love Grey's like Anatomy, <laughs> also, bro. Yeah, come on, that, man. That's one of the first shows that actually made made me wanted to go into medicine. Um, four years later, I'm not in medicine. At all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. I'm always. <laughs> I felt the same way because I would always be like, okay, I watch them do the thing. So, anytime I see someone in distress, I think of push the epi. <laughs> that's it. That's all. That's all you gotta do. Just push the epi. Yep. Epinephrine. Um, so. <laughs> wow it's crazy yeah um so in one of the episodes like the more recent ones they're having um are you still watch it <laughs> <laughs> look at him bullying me bro i'm trying to be vulnerable he's coming at me <laughs> i watched that like three years ago man. i stopped watching it like uh, season eight <laughs> he's he said i grew i grew up i'm yeah. done i'm done but I, I i will say um yeah i don't i don't watch it that much Nah, stop yeah, lying, man. Wing Tell wing. Him, come on. <laughs> 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 there, there are new characters, uh, and and um, it in one of them they uh, had a kid, and it was so subliminal, man. Like, and and they're like, okay, let's name him, let's see what what he responds to. They mm-hmm. they started with that, and then they, it was a you know obviously a boy, and they would say the name, whatever name like Scout, whatever, whatever. And then at some point they're like, "Oh, we don't know if he's gonna identify as a woman." Oh my god! And then they're like, "Okay, let's try women's names." And I was, I was like, "Whoa!" Mm-hmm. Like the the, the, the society, like, you know, yeah. it's easier. In <laughs> the society, name, the society, the the the, t- the time we've come to mm-hmm. is like, let's look at the little kid, you know, who doesn't know, uh, we know, better good from bad yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let him pick, you know. Um, I would not, you know, let alone the kid. I would not let me, you know, out out of the sight of God. You know what I mean? Yeah. Out, of, out of the sight of, um, and we're we're in that time. Um, so the, yeah, the the name thing is really, you know, a, a really important. But back to our thing, like a very important segue. But back to our thing, I think the, to the aspect of plea. Um, I, I the season we're in right now, or the, that we just passed, uh, is astamhiro. And then Astareo together, Astamero is usually what, what it's called. Okay. Um, and which means uh, supplication, mm-hmm. season of supplication within the Ethiopian Orthodox Church, uh, the calendar. And um, in the first episode um, of uh, Lazarus Come Out, we went over the aspect of, okay, what is repentance? The true meaning and simply, you know, you should go back and check it out if you, if you, if you, if you haven't listened to it. Um, it's, Purely just change of mind. Okay, metonian. So the Greek word means change of mind, reorientation of the mind, mm-hmm. and um, and how you do that is you know various ways. 
obviously. Um, and but then the most common like components, let's say moving parts, are you need a spiritual father, obviously, non negotiable, and then also you need um, like a, a self examination. You need to sit with yourself. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you need to sit uh, and understand. Okay, what aspects of uh, my life are not in congruent congruence with reality? Let's say. Okay, the pursuit of truth. When we bring it back to you know what. Uh, attracted you know uh, us to each other uh to our and then like has our friendship you know flourishing is that aspect of truth Mm -hmm. and pursuing that truth and when you pursue that truth it um it's like it's almost like it speaks to you and and tells you okay this is where you're falling short Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and it, it, it it's it happens um very um it flows. It happens very normally uh, when you just sit down and just uh, start at the task yourself. You know what I mean? And then, um, it and it's not something that you force yourself to do necessarily. Um, also, uh, even though there is like that, you know, initial you need yeah. to, you know, get over that hump of oh, I will be judged. Um, it's probably your pride. Like you're not, you're not 100%. that, you're not that special. You know, <laughs> whoever whoever the you're not that special. Um, if you're if you think you're too bad for uh, God, uh, for God to heal, you're not that special. Just go to confession, please. <laughs> and so, and that is the first step towards, you know, repentance. And that, that's what we went over the first season. And then that directly relates to this season because after repentance comes supplication. Mm. Meaning, okay, I know now repentance isn't just like, oh, okay, I'm holy. That's it. You know what I mean? Like, I know my sins now. I confess them. I'm holy. They're like, over. No. It's you are you're aware of your sins. You're aware of your helplessness without God. Now you supplicate. Now you ask. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And so my question to you um, is, what is what is supplication to you, or from uh, not necessarily in an opinion matter, but uh, from you know your um, experience and you know, what, what, what does supplication mean to you? Supplication on the terms of self-examination, like you mentioned yes, earlier? Yes, self-examination, but then also just connecting with, because sometimes, you know, when, when the truth approaches us, yeah, uh, there are some truths that come easily, but then mm. there are some truths that are a little hidden. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, like, not all the sins that you do come, like, all, all, all at once. Sometimes yeah. God has to reveal them to you whether it be th- through people or you just like uh, you read the verse and then you're like, Oh my goodness. Like I, I, I was watching this other podcast. I, have you, have you seen off the dome? No, I haven't actually. Uh, they, they're, they're, uh, I think, uh, Protestant based. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly, but they're Abisha as well. Okay. Um, and, um, they're talking about like when they o- first open up like, uh, the Bible and then their Bibles and then they start reading and then they're like, oh, they get to a verse where it's like talking about them, like whatever is like it is that they're like lacking in. Yeah. And they're like, whoa. Like, and then that's r- that really happens sometimes, like where God speaks to you through the word. Uh-huh. Um, but then sometimes it takes a while. Like you have to kind of mature um, and understand like how God moves, how God operates through the wisdom of your spiritual father and, then, and also how the Holy Spirit works in you. But to kind of make it simple, let's bring it down. Yeah. Is um, what is supplication meaning? What like what is like? Let's say, I ask you, hey bro, I don't got money. 
Like you trying to you trying to you trying to swap me? Like you know what I mean? Like is it that or you know how how do you uh, what is up with you? Mm-hmm. I think uh, let me take it a different route. Okay. Um, from my understanding, uh, self examination, but also self reflection. Um, I think we all have seasons within our spiritual life where we're um, struggling to the max, where we feel um, defeated, mm-hmm. where we feel like there's no hope, where we feel like there's nobody to help us, right? And I had that season not too long ago, actually. Mm. Um, on the outward, like when people see you serving and, uh, and stuff like that, I think people assume that um, your spiritual life is at an all-time high or is always at an all-time high. But um, recently that happened where I felt like, dang, I really have no hope. Mm. And what ultimately leads to that, oh, there is actually hope. Oh, there's actually somebody with their hand hanging, waiting and reaching to help you out. Um, Is first, yes, confession and talking with your spiritual father but also um, time to spend with yourself and time to ask yourself, like, what am I lacking and what am I doing that is negating for my spiritual life? Um, And I asked myself that question. Mm. And the response was, bro, you ain't praying. (laughs) Mm. Bro, from past year to now, you went downhill. Mm. Um, So... When on the topic of truth, um, it's important to be truth to other people, but most importantly, it's important to be truthful to your own self. Um, if you don't, and if you're not truthful to your own self, and if you don't really ask yourself those hard questions, then there's no growth for your, your spirituality. Um, so we really need to reflect on our own selves and uh, tell truths through our own selves. Because I think it's easy for uh, for our, for us to lie to our own selves and um, tell ourselves it's okay. I'm doing fine in my life. I'm doing fine in my spiritual life. Mm-hmm. When you know for sure you ain't doing fine. Yeah. So um, truth to others is important, but truth to yourself is the most important thing. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, when the door is locked, it's just you and God, mm-hmm. and you can't fool God. He's everywhere. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So um, be truthful to your own self. Um, know where your weaknesses are and reflect. And one thing that helps the most, I know it's uh, popular nowadays, but it helped me a lot is journaling, bro. Mm. The simplest thing is mm. to journal. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of those that likes to go to the lakes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be going to them lakes and then yeah. I'd be taking my journal mm-hmm. and I'd just be journaling, man, mm. reflecting. And even though sometimes I reflect, um, nothing kind of—it seems like nothing is improving. Um, but I know something is improving. Um, I know that the Lord is helping me in some way that I'm not visibly seeing. Exactly. Uh, but through clo- closed doors, He's doing something wonderful. And the reflecting aspect, um, journaling, um, just being honest with yourself on the parts of your life that you're struggling. Um, Although that may not be the definition of supplication, that's my yeah. definition of supplication. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I I I just I I've seen f- 
from what you said, there's there's various threads I wanted to follow, but one one thing that that stood out to me um, is the being truthful to yourself aspect. So I've been posting reels recently, and they haven't been doing so well. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, the algorithm got it out for me, guys. Like y'all need to help me out. And um, there's this one reel, and it, it was it was kind of. Like, it, because I've spent so much time, you know, just uh, talking to fathers and then researching and everything, a lot of things make, like, click for me. I don't want to sound like, you know, I'm, I'm, like, you know, tooting my own horn. Um, I, I don't mean it like that. Uh, <laughs> but it's just the, <laughs> some of them just click for me, like, the reels that I make. But then yeah. some of them, just they just don't make sense to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and because, like, a lot of context is missing. And I, I, I keep forgetting that. Um, and so the, one of the reels that I posted that just jumped at me when you said that about being truthful is um, there's this one monk that said, "You we must be assimilated to ourselves before we, we can reconcile with God. I think uh, you need to repeat that once again. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> we need to assimilate with ourselves mm-hmm. before we can reconcile with God. Mm. So that means... Not what you said, pretty much. If you uh, lie to yourself, okay, God is not a genie in a bottle where he's going to force you. Okay, this is very important, too. A lot of uh, just new Protestant doctrines that are coming in Mm -hmm. that are, you know, polluting our view of what true salvation is. True salvation is you working with God. Uh It's not, it's not. Uh, God doing the entire... Of course, he does the heavy lifting in the sense that he gives you his grace. But then his grace only works if you, you know, put into it. And the perfect example of this, I don't even have to go to the church for all this. St. Paul mentions this. Uh, We are God's fellow workers. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. It, It always comes at me because I would assume that God would just, you know me out of the rut and and sometimes he does you know like uh, affects our like let's say emotions let's say Mm -hmm. or like our motivations uh motivational capacity but then at at the end of the day he's not gonna be like anania move this hand and then like you know yeah he can't do that uh even like it's because you let go of the hand yeah let go and g like it wouldn't it wouldn't work like Mm -hmm. if you just said no like i can't you know, mm-hmm. in that faculty is within you. And so if you're not assimilated with yourself, meaning if you're not speaking tr- the, the truth, if you're not like in, in congruence with reality, um, there's nothing that God can do um, that can, you know, because he has given us the free choice, our 100%. free choice. He has given us the free will. And the only thing we really have to do and St. Saint, Saint John Chrysostom says this. It's beautiful. I mean, it, it encapsulates what I was trying to say. It's not that it's 50-50, like 50% Nahum and 50% God. But rather he says, it is God who saves us, right? And then mm. this 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 uh, appeals to the Protestants, right? But then the second half, he says, if we are willing. 100%. You see that? Like, and it's, it's <laughs> I sound like a band now. <laughs> <laughs> it is God who saves us. Um, but then us were willing, you know that those yeah. two that those two come together. Um, it can't it can't be God doing the entire work, and it it cannot be you doing the entire work either. 100%. And um, 
I hold what you said. Another another thread that I noticed that the journaling thing is beautiful. Hundred percent. It's man. beautiful. I love that, especially like in nature. One thing I've I've been trying to do. The same friend I told you about like, that that talks to me about the um, the meaning to revive the less society. Um, the what friend? <laughs> the <laughs> so a friend of a friend of mine b- before we. Uh, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, I got you, man. Yeah, before, <laughs> like right before we we were about to, uh, we set up the call, the call to to you know, yeah, do this. Uh, a friend just reached out and said, "The life society got to come back, man." Oh, okay, and then um, that same friend is really into nature, mm. and like they 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 always um, you know send me pictures that they've taken or you know, and it 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 always reminds me, okay, I have to go out. Like I have yeah. to, you know what I mean? Because I always end up just, you know, locked up. You know, you know how you know how comp sci majors are, man. We just lock <laughs> ourselves up and then just end up, you know, sulking and our, you know, in the coding and then like debugging all that stuff. So, whenever you know they send that, uh, the and then quotes or whatever and like their own reflections, and I'm just wow, okay, I need to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that reminds me to go out and then appreciate because I think. We're created to be in communion with nature. You know 100%. what I mean? Like there's uh, there's something about us being in nature that helps us. Yeah. Um. And you know, and then that coupled with journaling, like telling yourself the truth and everything that oh, that's perfect. That's a perfect like ground of, uh, you know, for self education. And I think of uh, the the first two people that gave a sacrifice to God. When I think of how we said about you know the garden. And then you know, journaling, yeah. being truthful. I think of uh, Abel and Cain. Ooh, I think of Abel and Cain. Yeah, we don't like hear that often. Yeah, okay. yeah. And and the reason why um, I'm thinking of that is Abel mm-hmm. and Cain. They both gave a sacrifice to God. Yeah. And, li- and then they lived. There was no like technology back then. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no podcast like YouTube. Like, let's get you know our sc- subscribers up. Yeah. By the way, check out. Uh, <laughs> Plugging again. Just go keep plugging. <laughs> <again>. <laughs> uh, check out, check out. Yeah, y'all know, y'all know what to do. Um, so uh, there's none of that, but they present their sacrifice, you know, mm. to God. Um, being in nature, right, and yeah. then that journaling, obviously, it's to be truthful with yourself. But then it's also like a segue to help you, you know, connect with God. Mm-hmm. It's a form of sacrifice, and so um, Abel gave his all. You know, but he but he died. Why? At the hand of Cain, who did not give his all. Mm-hmm. And then what the church fathers um, say about that is that God didn't accept the uh, sacrifice of Cain because it was half-hearted. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't fully. You know, let, let me fully devote myself yeah. to this. You know, 100%. and and th- and the perfect example. And this is gonna blow some people's mind here. Anyone that's Tawahedo knows. You know. We we have Kadasi, everyone takes Qurban. And I'm sure everyone has thought at one point or another, why on earth are we eating the body of Christ in the form of bread? <laughs> um, the most scandalous thing to ever say, by the way, Lord forgive me, but you, I'm sure at some point that has come through your mind. Um, and one of the fathers, they say, the sacrifice of Cain, what was it? It was grains. Mm-hmm. Allah. Mm-hmm. And the sacrifice of Abel mm-hmm. was a calf. Okay. And then how does it come together? Who is Jesus Christ? The Lamb of God. Mm. The Lamb of God. Poetic. And then and then what do we oh what is it what did he use on that night mm. to, to give to them and say this is my, my body? He 
He gave them bread, mm. which is made of what? Grain. Uh-huh. Mm. And that's to say that some people might think, oh, grains was not good enough for God. That's probably why he didn't accept Cain. No, it's because Cain's heart, he wasn't fully there. 100%. That's that's why he didn't accept it. It's not the the aspect itself. He created the grain. Why yeah. would he not accept it? Uh-huh. But it's the it's the heart. Like, 100%. are you there? Are you fully there? Are you uh, willing um, to for God to heal you? And um, are you fully present? And hi- after he didn't accept his sacrifice, Christ um, God uh, said to him, "Sin is crouching at your door, but if you're willing, you can overcome it." Meaning. Okay, I know I didn't accept your sacrifice at first, but then you can still come back. You can still, like, you know what I mean? But then he went the other way, and then, you know. He killed that boy. Yeah. <laughs> he showed it. He showed it, man. Yeah. Um, on the aspect yeah. of journaling, um, I started journaling two years ago, all right? Mm. And I started journaling two years ago on my birthday. So my birthday is November 10th. Mm-hmm. Um, that's crazy man yeah i can't believe i never asked you this my, my birthday's on november 14th for real yeah we're scorpios <laughs> you, didn't, uh, you didn't even tell me happy birthday <laughs> you didn't tell me happy birthday you didn't know it was my birthday though i didn't know Did it was you? your birthday uh now we don't know <laughs> now we don't knew you're new me knew you're new me um i started journaling two years ago mm. and every year since i started journaling i go back mm. and i read my journal entry from like the previous year. Mm. And when I tell you, man, mm-hmm. I literally like start reading it and just bawl my tears out. Just like, like cry. Because mm. I'm like, dang, man, like I really thought at that moment in my life that I wasn't going nowhere in life. Mm. Like my spiritual life was stagnant. Mm-hmm. If not stagnant, downhill. And then when I look at this year, I'm like, whoa, like I overcame so much i've developed so much and probably my journal entry from this year was like i'm not at a good place mm. and next year i'm gonna tell myself oh i've overcame so much mm-hmm. so what the journaling thing kind of does is it kind kind of like reminds you of where you were mm. the past year or the past month mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's really important to keep account of dang man like i'm struggling within my life all right let me get my thoughts on a visible paper because mm. you think so much in your head it gets crammed in there man yeah so once you get it out there and start writing about it the wonders of what god can do is just it's beautiful beautiful so just start journaling it yeah. really helps helps you and uh, go out with nature it helps also beautiful yeah i think with what you said just now what what, co- what came right at me was um there's um in the services like in, in the morning services, um, if we do Muslimer, um, and not Muslimer like, you know, the the one we do now uh, uh, through CDs and everything, but, like, there's Muslimer like the, if you've been to, have you been to, um, oh, yeah, Tinsai. Yeah. Yeah, so for Tinsai, they, we have, uh, instead of Mahalith, like, straight up Mahalith, we usually do just Muslimer, Sumantan mm-hmm. and then Muslimer. Mm-hmm. And so, um, during that, there's this thing called Muaddis, or, like, it's basically means praise. Uh, you know, like a canticle, okay. and it's taking out. It's taken. Oh, it's almost exclusively taken out of the Psalms. And in the Psalms, I remember this was so interesting to me. Psalm eighty nine is, uh, it says, we we have rejoiced, and we we have been overjoyed, 
by the good year that you have shown us. Mm-hmm. And then while thinking of the years that have passed, you know what I mean? Um, uh, while remembering the things that, that have passed, mm-hmm. because when you think of the, the ways that you have doubted God, mm-hmm. the, the ways that you thought, you know, it wasn't going to work out. And then that journal being kind of like a, a portal to kind of see, you know, how stupid. I mean, not going to lie, man. Mm-hmm. If you're doubting God, mm, you're you're not. No, you're you're not that smart. That means, yeah. and you can look back at that, and then you know, laugh at yourself, but then also you know, uh, be very you know, as you as you were, be very immensely thankful that you are in a much better you know place. Which I think is kind of a mirror of what I was going for with the astamahiru astarayo thing. Yeah, which is like there's that season of you're asking, and then astarayo is revelation. Like God, like responded. You know, and he responded not with like a, oh, here you go, you got it. No, it's more so, here I am, I'm here with you. Like Oof. that's so much more than uh, any you know accolade because man, like how how powerful that is, um, how powerful that is. I can't I can't even begin to to describe because, and this brings me to the how do you in those moments and, and you said it happened recently how do you how do you push through how do you push through um my number one support system my mother <laughs> mm. and by the way guys uh, just uh, just so we point this out his mother has the most beautiful name <laughs> right most beautiful name her name is one gil which means the gospel you know it's just you know crazy to me yeah. Like, automatically yeah. because like it's like god was like all right your mother but also keep your gospel like <laughs> out of hand like don't 100 <laughs> percent um when it comes i'm gonna go back when it comes to truth speaking truth uh and being vulnerable um a lot of people are scared to be vulnerable like towards their friends right they don't want to talk about those deep level um things i do that with my mom Mm. Um, yes, I journal. It helps a lot. Uh, but having somebody that is your blood, that is there to help you no matter what, and that really talks to you about anything. Um, I developed that close relationship with her at a very young age. Um, she was very um, excited to talk about those type of things because I'm an only child. Mm. Um, she's a single mother, so... Mm-hmm. She learned her lesson from from when she left you from two to two eight. Yeah. She was like, "Nah, I have to do better." hundred percent. And then she's like, <laughs> "Exactly." Um, so, just talking with her, um, I talked a lot with her about my spiritual life, my personal life. Um, you can call me a mama's boy if you want. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely a mama's boy, uh, but she's the one that like talks to me to through things and tells me, "Hey, like, it's all right." Mm-hmm. Um, if there's some things that I can't speak with others on, I speak to her, man, mm-hmm. I tell her everything. When I tell you everything, I tell her everything. And that's the support system that I have that allows me to push through those type of days. Yes, um, prayer, yes, all those things definitely help. But um, having someone there to just listen to what you got to say, mm-hmm. sometimes Sometimes she doesn't even have to say anything, man. Mm-hmm. Sometimes she's just listening. Mm. I'm just like yapping and yapping, just ranting to her. Yeah. 
but I just wanted to get it out there. That's it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, one topic I think we should touch on in the future is uh, vulnerability within men. Mm-hmm. That is not really preached nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are told to just let our emotions just uh, go, right? Not really talk about it, but um, just talking about it and having somebody there to just hear you out. It, somebody doesn't even have to talk about what you're going through, but just hearing you out in your spiritual life, mm-hmm. even in your personal life, yeah. is an important thing. Um, so my mom is my therapist. Mm-hmm. My mom is my mom. Mm-hmm. My mom is my dad. My mom is my everything. So I definitely thank her for all that she has done. We need to get her on. <laughs> we need to get her on. Should we call her? <laughs> nah, 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 man. She's, she's, not, she's not one to like do these type of things. Mm. She just keeps to herself. Um, that's what I love about her is she don't seek nobody. She's just to herself. And um, th- yeah, man. So yeah. just talk about it with somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's if it can be a friend, maybe a parent. If it can be a parent, mm-hmm. I'm always here. Reach out to Life Society. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, man, when I started the page, I had so many people reach out to me just talking about things that they were struggling with. Mm-hmm. And I was so surprised. I was like, dang, like, people are going through a lot. Mm-hmm. They just need somebody to actually listen to them on the type of things they're going to, the, the type of things that they're going through. So um, have a support system. If you don't have a support system, there are plenty, plenty of people that are there to help you in your spiritual needs. Um, being alone, it, it's rough. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like I told you, I'm an only child. Yeah. Um, and most of the days, my mom is out working. So when I was a kid, it used to just be myself at home. And although, like, when you're alone, there's temptations, mm-hmm. um, there's also a sense of uh, <coughs> hope that uh, when my mom comes back home, I can talk yeah. to her about the things that I'm struggling with. Mm. So, yeah, that's what really got me through those uh, difficult times is just speaking truth to her, mm-hmm. to somebody, um, other than being honest with myself. Mm. I'm honest with her. Um, so just like an accountab- accountability partner, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you have an accountability partner, you have somebody that holds you accountable. Mm-hmm. Um, my mother is the one that holds me accountable mm-hmm. to a lot of different standards. And if she didn't hold me accountable to the standards that she has uh, held, mm-hmm. I don't think I'll be here even speaking on this chair right now. Um, so, Are you aware of the book? Um, I don't know if we talked about this before, but the book um, Elements. Did we talk about this? I, th- I think you mentioned it a while I back. But yeah. I told you, I'm in the season yeah. of uh, reading... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the season of reading uh, yeah. Stoic books. Mm. Yeah, Stoicism, okay. you know. Stoicism. Beautiful. Um, yeah. Beautiful. I... Um, just a lot of what you said, um, especially uh, with the with the uh, loneliness thing, Yeah. Um, a lot of times... God sends people, or you just meet people through divine providence that you just never thought you would, but then they just help you in the most profound way, or they may stay, or they might not, and you know, and, and it's still you could still keep going. Hundred percent. And God is the source of you know for all of that. Like you know, you wouldn't have your mom for God, and the same way for you know, yeah. and all the hardships. You know, some people might say, um, oh, like you know, the Holocaust. Like, did God allow that? And then you know, and then just go into that. Uh, you know, conjecture and then try to um, justify 
that God is either one of the most, you know, evil, uh, most, um, yeah, horrible uh, lords to, to be, uh, or that he, there's, there's no God. And that book, and I, I talk about it a lot, bro, like, so many people I've, I've, I've forced, and I, I, by now people think I'm religious about that <laughs> book, <laughs> but it, 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 it really goes, it, um, through the theology and just kind of makes that into a narrative. Yeah. And it kind of, it, it brings like the importance of the community. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the deep importance of community. Yep. And, uh, but then baptizes that aspect. Okay. Cause I like that word baptize. Um, but then makes it, you know, transfigured, makes it into like a, a godly aspect where, it shows community without God is just superficiality. Hundred percent. You know what I mean. Man. And so, um, with with your um, experience with with your mom, you know, um, it's very beautiful, very powerful, yeah. and a lot of a lot of people may not have that chance, and they might may not, you know, as you said, a lot of people reached out. Um, they may not have that ca- capacity, you know, that of uh, uh, support system, but God mm. definitely provides. De- and, and He may be f- providing, and and uh, through the way of, it could be something as simple as a movie. Like I when you read when I read the book, I w- I'll, I won't spoil it if anyone wants to read it. Elements of the Transfiguration of uh, Elijah, but one of the things mentioned um, is we should not be afraid to make fictional characters or even historical characters that no longer exist are our friends. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm with you, I'm for example, your best friend right now is Marcus Aurelius. I don't know. <laughs> your bestie right now on your nightstand is Marcus Aurelius. <laughs> and, um, and, and there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. You know, he, he, he has a lot of, you know, important, um, understandings of reality. Yeah. You know, even though reality is created by God, um, th- these important understandings c- fit into the narrative of God. Y- mm. You feel me? And so, um, to have him is definitely you know helping you. I'm mm-hmm. sure it, it really helped. Uh, w- whether it's even one co- one thing you learned from that book or from his writings, um, and that same way we can learn insurmountable things. We can gain insurmountable comfort from just minute interactions, and so. Uh, it's the only issue is we kind of dispel with that. We don't expect God to be there or we just expect God to show up a certain way, a specific way. Um, and then we block that capacity. As we said earlier, like God wants to save us. He's there. Yeah. But then he's not going to help us in the way that we, he, we think he's going to help us. And I think of, you know, uh, you know, me with the push the F thing. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of, a lot of us, when we go to the doctor, we're like, <laughs> You ever done that? Like, you just show up at the doctor and you just, like, in the waiting room, just Googling <laughs> your symptoms. And you think, uh, as soon as you walk in, you think you know better than the doctor. And you're like, ah, are you sure? Because <laughs> my trusty friend, Google, <laughs> said, um, I got, you know, leukemia. And yeah. then this guy's saying, no, you just, you're good, bro. You're like, good, you're just, you need to stretch. Like, yeah. chill out. <laughs> but uh, a lot, we, he wants to get there. He 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 wants you there. Yeah. Um, he wants to meet you there, help you, um, and 
he can help you in various ways. So mm-hmm. many, like, his ca- his capacity is just so much more. And, and the reason, you know, why we may not see it is probably because we're too involved with our suffering or we're just not willing to see any other way that God may help us. And um, it's, it's, it's very, it's, it's so simple yet so, um, it may be so difficult for some of us to do, but I think we should do because it's not complicated. It's really not complicated. It's very difficult. hundred percent. One million percent. Like, Oh, as you said, like when you're going through that and you, you want to just sleep, like let's say for example, like you want to, you know, you have to do your daily prayers. Yeah. And then, but then you're just feeling horrible and you're like, is there even a God? Like you're having like an atheistic episode, (laughs) (laughs) but then, uh, you you still get up and pray, mm. you know what I mean? Like having that uh, is is that's how you meet God. Hundred percent. That's, that's how you see Him, and and that's how you even appreciate it. Because if if He just gives you everything, but that's all, you know what I mean? Like you just don't like. It's it, no point. There's you don't appreciate it, and and that's part of our fa- fallen nature, um, you know, according to our fathers. But we do we just don't appreciate it. Um, if we, if we just like, Oh, I am uh, Adam sent you, ate, you ate the apple. <laughs> no, no biggie. Just, you know, just, you know, keep, you know, keep doing what you do and mm. I'm going to do what I do. But if you yeah. want to come through though, the door is always open. Um, if it was just as simple as that, you know, it's not, we wouldn't, but then God artfully works that out for us through the, you know, the pattern of, you know, the, it starts with the repentance. Supplication. All right, we you know whichever step we take, but then <laughs> I'm kind of plugging my thing in with the calendar, uh, <laughs> the repentance, just you know reorienting our mind, and then supplication, asking God for uh, you know a, a revelation to, to to help us out of, and then Him actually revealing Himself to us, being there with us. Um, yeah, uh, I think this brings us to the last point and then if you have you know anything else we want to add you could do as well but how do you maintain momentum after a received prayer so you're telling me i pray and the prayer that i prayed about yeah happened it happened and then and then how do I keep on going to yeah. praise God after he already gave me what I that, wanted? That's what I mean. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> as you said, like if we, if we get it easily, we're just like, you know, yeah. but then even after the, the suffering, like I've seen, like this is one story of this one monk. He was just at the epitome of holiness and then just, just like that. 40 years, man, 40 years in the desert and then in a cave. And then just, he was able to heal people. His hands w- would light up with prayer and then just, he slept with one girl and just, Dropped, dropped like mm. a hot potato. Proverbs thirty one, man. Many kings have chased women and what? See, I thought you were talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> um, momentum after a received prayer. Um, so basically, if I am good in life, if everything that I've wanted is at a good state, why do I need to keep on praying? Why do I need to keep on doing the things that I've been doing? Some people will be like, I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Why? Like, I got everything I need. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think joy never lasts that long. 
or after a received prayer, um, things can go downhill very quickly. Um, so being in the constant prayer, being in constant repentance, being in constant uh, confession, being in constant fasting, actually, uh, it doesn't matter if you are at, at the pinnacle of your life. Like everything that you have ever wanted, everything that you have ever prayed about mm -hmm. has happened. It does not matter at all mm -hmm. because it takes one second for everything to be taken away. Mm -hmm. We can talk about the story of Job. Mm -hmm. He had everything that he needed. Mm -hmm. What happened? Mm -hmm. Within one second. And Ecclesiastics chapter one, um, was no, Job chapter mm -hmm. one, mm -hmm. uh, verse 21, it said, after the devil has taken everything mm -hmm. away from Job, he said, he tore down his robe. Mm -hmm. And what did he say? He said, naked, I came out of my mother's womb, mm -hmm. and naked, I shall return. Mm -hmm. So anything that we have, it's very temporary. Any pleasure that we pursue is very temporary. Anything that we ever asked for is temporary, because at the end of the day, naked you came, naked you're going to return. Mm -hmm. um, and the only thing that should keep on pushing forward is your constant communion with God. So uh, the book of Job, I rec I definitely recommend the book of Job. Mm -hmm. um, if you're thinking about momentum and why to keep on pushing forward, mm -hmm. um, it kind of reminds you that, hey, like this is just an imaginary place that you're living in. Mm -hmm. It's very temporary. Yeah. If you're lucky, you'll, li you'll live 70 years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If not, you might, you might be gone soon. Yeah. Uh, but your eternity is spent in two different places. Mm. It's either down or it's either up. Mm. And um, so after you have received your prayer, mm -hmm. it's an opportunity to pick where you're trying to go. Mm -hmm. Is it down or is it up? So keep on um, pushing forward um, because the ultimate goal is not whatever you prayed for, but the ultimate goal is salvation. Mm -hmm. Um so yeah, yeah, that was very powerful. I th I thought of uh, on during the season of Intent, uh, we celebrated Sadat Mikhail, mm. for example. Um, Sadat Mikhail is such an interesting Baal to me, um, because majority of the service is talking about how Israelite the Israelites were released, and that by the way, Sadat Mikhail is like right before the start the fast even began, 100%. like a, like a few days ago, and so. It's majority of the service is talking about Israelites being released from Egypt. You know, that's their received prayer. I don't know. Yeah. Like they got their prayer. They've been asking for years. Yeah. Like and years is actually like an understatement. 400 years. You know, generations upon generations. They've been waiting Centuries. to be released. Yeah. And so they get released what they do. They kept like whining. They kept saying, mm. oh, like, can we get food? Like we don't have food. <laughs> bro they had god with them and 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 they're like nah but we're drinking we're thirsty now and then i bet rock break water i got you he said yeah I got you. and 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 then after that they're like you know what this men not taste kind of funny <laughs> we don't want that no more like we're, we're done and then like complaining after complaining after complaining and then they ended up in the desert mm. for 40 years. Imagine that. Um, 
And the services, what they point to is, from what you said, it's the journey towards God is taken with God. It's it's so such a simple thing we never think about. The journey to God yeah. is with God. Ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because what hope did they have to get to the promised land except with God? They they didn't, you know? Yeah. Like they asked, he answered. He wanted them to get to a better place. They're like, "I bet we'll do it." And then uh, for example, like math people that measured the the place from where they left to the promised land they measured how, mi- how much time it would take them yeah i think it was like a few weeks a few months but then they ended up just roaming all yes. about yeah. and just not finding not getting to where th- the destination is which is you know the fulfillment what you said the salvation they didn't get to into that point because they kept missing the point which is you don't need the solution to your problems. Mm. The solution to your problems is the presence of God. Because he's like, I think of it like being friends with the mechanic like or like a, the plumber. You okay, know where are we going with this? Okay, okay so it, if you're really good f- friends with a plumber mm. and if uh, you know something's going on at the house, you could be like, you, you just drop in in a conversation and say, oh, hey, man, like I've been having an issue. Like uh, with with um, you know my my pipes at home, you mind if I could check it out? Mm-hmm. And then you'd be like, oh yeah, of course, man. My, my, you're my best man. And then it just comes through, and then yeah. he fixes it, and then you're good. And then and then he's like, this is on me. I got <laughs> you. I got you. And then like, you know what I mean? And then yeah. how that relates back is, you can get a plumber and still pay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But there's no a guarantee that he's gonna do a good job necessarily. Um, you're still gonna have to pay, mm. and then secondly, you're just you're not. How do I put this? Like, if you anger the plumber by asking too too many questions or whatever, you end up just in a messy situation with your plumbing. You know, this analogy may not fit perfectly, but it's to say that with God, you know, the 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 one you're having this relationship with, with the Trinity. They fashioned the world. They made the world. Yeah. Okay. They know it best. Hundred percent. Yep. And they know how we even operate because we're we're made after the image. Mm-hmm. And so if they're with us, okay, and they're walking with us, and they we let them, you know, and we let them help us, we flourish. 100%. We're we're uh, we we're saved and. Or saved meaning like we return to our former state, like we're, where we're supposed to be equilibrium, which is with him. You know, yeah. that's like that's the baseline state. But then if we keep pushing him away and then seeking like his like you know perks, but then pushing him away, you know that's not that's just never gonna work out. Um, right, brother. And it's it's re- re- remembering that is is um monumental after you've gotten your prayer answered Mm -hmm. because you've gotten your prayer answered great you could that that could be taken in in a minute in a second as you said and the only guarantee that you have is having god in your corner because the moment that your prayer quote-unquote is not answered or is taken away after it's been answered what are you going to do then like where are you going to go you know what i mean 
100%. And and it's I keep thinking of the story of the prodigal son. You mm-hmm. know, he he asked for the money. You know, that's all his parent his dad was good for. Luke 15. Uh that's all his ba- dad was good for, the money. And then he got the money. He went out, lost all the money, all right? Mm-hmm. And then just you know, he's like, "Ah, I guess I have to go back now." <laughs> <laughs> and so um all that to say we have to to keep that momentum is to keep that remembrance again of you know that process of reorientation of you are nothing without God because he created the universe he created you after his image you live because of a spirit that he breathed upon you and that's it like like those are a baseline and then like without that you're just you know like even you know Mm -hmm. so it's you know may may God help us remember that keep that keep that in our minds especially when we move forward because you know it's it happens so easily like we we forget so easily because of you know the things that pop up in life and so remembering those fundamental things he created the universe he created us he knows what's best that's it and then keeping him around us definitely really <coughs> helps uh, keeping us in check yeah with the um and also yeah. i think it's important for us to have humility um back to the book of job um when everything was taken away from him mm-hmm. um he just got down on his knees mm-hmm. and he said i'm nothing like although everything has been taken away from from mm-hmm. me like I'm still nothing, and I'm still going to praise you. That's humility right there. Mm-hmm. Like, who can say? Let's let's just imagine you have the biggest mansion on planet Earth. You have your wife. You have kids. You have a Lambo if you want it. You have everything that you wanted. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And in a second, it's gone. In a second, your kids are gone. Who can humbly get on their knees and say, I'm still nothing without you. Please be with me. Who can say that? I don't think any of us can do that. Can we? And that comes with a lot of humility. And we have to, um, even though that we may accomplish a lot of things within this realm of life, um, without humility, none of it is important. So I think for me, what helps is when I read that book of Job, I was like, man, you just lost everything. How are you still going to praise God? Mm -hmm. And then he had his wife come to him and say, you're still going to praise God? His own wife told him, you're still going to praise God after he just did all this to you? And he had his three friends come and tell him, that's your God? Why would God? You did something wrong. Mm -hmm. It's crazy, though, right? He still humbly said i still praise you naked i came and naked i shall return so um on the path of salvation humility is the most important thing without humility then there's really no point um after we receive our prayer our momentum is just going to stop if we don't have humility yeah yep 100 percent yeah i think uh that's pretty good for uh let's wrap it up for uh yeah, this one for the first one is pretty good. Um, yeah, do you have a uh, anything you want to say to the to the audience? To the audience, I really don't got nothing to say. Um, mm-hmm. I would love to do more of these. 
Um, God willingly, um, we can do more of these on the topic of self love. Um, that's definitely something. Yeah, we're definitely gonna argue about that. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. I mean, arguments are good, right? Um, although we have so many similarities, we're definitely gonna have differences. Mm-hmm. No two people are that much alike. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely on the topic of self love. Um, definitely on the topic of relationships too. Those are definitely important to talk about. So um, if the people love hearing these type of things, we can keep on doing them. 100%. 100%. Um, I think uh, as a last thing, make sure to like, subscribe, <laughs> <and> comment, <laughs> share. Just, you know, uh, put the, do the thing. Yeah. Do the thing. Make sure. Um, yeah. And then, uh, and then if they have like, you know, um, you know, the questions and everything. We should definitely do that too. 100%. Man, we should have done that, Loki. We should have done the, like the, because I did that with the Ethan. The Tawato thing? Yeah, like we we had like a, we put like a question to yeah. me the day before and then like, yeah, we should have done that. We should have done that. We can do that. You know, there's, you know, um, <laughs> crossover coming maybe soon, but uh, I'm thinking of, there's a, there's a few questions we didn't get through in that one. Mm, you want to see just one? Just l- let's just do one. Let's do one. Let's do one. Why, why not? Let's do one. Let's All do right. one question from that. All right, but so okay, so one of the questions got to be a real good one. Come on, give me okay, a good yeah, one. This is this is really th- I I wanted to do this, but we just didn't have the time to do it. It was our angels. This is gonna be like a really short one, though. Are angels biblically described as eyes with wings? Ooh. Mm. I've seen so many, uh, like, uh, videos on social That's media. That's literally videos. why I wanted to do this. Yeah. Because I've seen so many TikToks yeah. and reels where they just, like, oh, how you see the angels in, like, uh, I don't know, uh, post-enlightenment uh, time period. And then how they actually look like. And then they just, you know, mm-hmm. the image. Um yeah, it's I would I would say there's a exposition on angels by St. John of Damascus. We commemorate him in Tasasus. He's not technically in the in the Oriental Orthodox Church, but we do commemorate him because of the fact that he defended iconography in the one of the councils that the Eastern churches had. Mm-hmm. Um and so in his writings on the exposition of the Orthodox faith, he went over um the topic of angels. And so he definitely goes in depth there. And then there's also other writings by early fathers about, you know, the angelic powers like Dionysius the Areopagite. So if you, if uh, whoever is interested about learning what the angels actually look like, definitely look into those. But to make it really simple, you know, their their bodiless powers, meaning we can't envision them. You know, using like oh, any any nanta, we're in the you know yeah. <laughs> to 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 say the song, we're in the material world, <laughs> <laughs> and so we we see things, you know, just in 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 the physical aspect, but then God is in the realm, and the angels are in the realm of the immaterial world, mm-hmm. and so when they manifest here, like in on, on, on in this world, yeah, they they make come in the form of a, a man. You know, reveal, and that's why we see on like Gerus Mikael or Gerus Gabriel. When we when we see the, their icons, it's you know guys, mm-hmm. which by the way froze. 
that are really rocking. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like, the furrows are really nice, man. They're really round, too. Like, I want to go to the barber. Yeah, who did that? <laughs> I think that's a really nice area. <laughs> yeah. And um, it's usually to, to, for, for that, like, the manifestation to see them as something that makes sense to mm, us. Yeah. In the, in the way that we, uh, because we've gotten garments of skin after we've, like, you know, Adam and Eve fa- fallen. And so, so that it makes, quote, unquote, sense to us. Okay. But it, w- there is that narrative of Meluan into home, like they're full of eyes. Um, I've seen like the one with like one gigantic eye and two wings, like the reels, and then I've seen like a like a wing with like with all eyes Man, all around exactly. it. Exactly the one with like the circles. He has eyes everywhere. Yeah, it's I'm like, like what? No, Man. that's definitely like they they read the scripture and they tried to make it into like a material intent. Exactly. That's which is completely wrong. Like they literally the, the angels made themselves manifest as men so that it makes sense to us yeah but that doesn't mean just because it says like eyes it, it's physical eyes you know what i mean and don't you think we just saw that nah yeah. but um yeah i think that that's the intent for that one but i think there's there's one more i think you you might you might be you might like a lot mm-hmm. it's how uh it kind of goes goes on with the supplication thing how can i focus on god only during prayer. Ooh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> I think this this is gonna take another podcast to just uh. answer question. <laughs> um how can I focus on God only while I'm in prayer? Mm-hmm. For me, I think it took a while because you are in the midst of prayer and your thoughts are not in the midst of your prayer. Right, um, you're saying um, there's people w- uh, pray in their own aspects. Um, some people um, don't even move their mouths; they just pray in their thoughts. Some people actually move their mouths and pray with words. Uh, but while they're praying with words, they are like imagining uh, different things. Uh, one thing that I think helps with prayer for me is. Uh, I'm a really emotional dude, bro. <laughs> mm. Why I say that is um, anytime that I'm in prayer, the only thing I'm actually thinking about mm. are this my sins. I don't mm. know why that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's really not many times where, um, yes, I'm like everybody, I ask the Lord to bless my life and stuff like that. But n- many of my prayers um, are only focused on God because many of my prayers are prayers of repentance. Mm. Um, there are very few prayers that I do that are like, hey, God, do this for me. God, do this for me. Mm. Uh, do you, mm-hmm. you get what I'm trying yeah. to say by that? Mm-hmm. Um, and because I think I do that, when I am in prayer of God, uh, please help me in this aspect of my life, my only focus within that prayer is to Him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think as a society, we have a hard time of, praying and only having the focus on God mm-hmm. because most of our prayer are asking, mm. right? Mm. Um, we tend to ask. Love ourselves a lot. Uh, mm. <laughs> okay. Let's not touch upon <laughs> that one yet. But we tend to ask so much that mm-hmm. we kind of lose sight of true prayer. Mm. Um, and for me, um, the focus always is on God mm. because many of my prayers are dedicated to repentance and dedicated to the the sins that I've committed and um, so when I'm 
doing prayer of either thanksgiving or prayer of just asking God to be within the midst of my life, mm-hmm. that focus only shifts to him only mm-hmm. because of the other prayers of just pure repentance. Um, I think when you're repenting, repentance prayer, um, the focus is only on God. Mm-hmm. I think that is true for most people, right? When you're asking for forgiveness, I don't think your thoughts think of like different things. I don't think your thoughts think of, oh, well, what am I going to do next? Mm-hmm. I think your thoughts are thinking of, dang, like I've done this, I've done this, right? Mm-hmm. So the focus is on the sin and the focus is, is just on pure repentance. So change your aspect of prayer. Um, there's a lot of ways you can pray, but pray more of repentance mm-hmm. um, because you sin every single day. So mm-hmm. less of asking a bunch of things from God mm-hmm. and more of, hey, Lord, forgive me, please. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you are in need, mm-hmm. the focus of God will only shift to him mm-hmm. um, because of those times that you only focus your prayer on one specific things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So more focus on um, repentance prayer and more focus on thanksgiving prayer mm-hmm. and less focus on just asking um you just ask beautiful. too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. That definitely suffices it, especially the aspect of Thanksgiving. I love that. Yeah. My favorite prayer is um the intent. Um uh you know the prayer that they pray at the like the intent. They say it's early, like very long. Which one? Like There's the like at the very beginning, like you and then you like right. Like so in and liturgy. Eh? Yeah, like that one, yeah. Uh-huh. The one that the priest prays? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. That's my oof, man. I love that one. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. Because it just um it goes through a home, for example. Like the first section of it, it says We thank we thank him, the beneficent Lord God, for he has covered us, helped us, guarded us, accepted us, and himself, spared us, supported us, 100%. and has brought us to this hour. You know what I mean? It's like all these layers of of protection mm-hmm. of that we're grateful for, yeah. and like it goes down to like the the smallest level, yeah. And um, it, it explains the experience of what it feels like to be protected, and it's not. It doesn't say, "Oh, you protected us from this big thing or this small thing." It just says everything, and us. being being grateful for that. Hundred percent. And so, yeah, yeah. I would There's definitely recommend for people to. Uh, I know when we uh, do divine liturgy, uh, our focus is in on divine liturgy, but outside of divine liturgy, um, I think there's a lot of PDFs out there that have the whole divine liturgy out there, right, mm-hmm. with slides. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, if you understand Amharic, like try to understand what it's saying with Amharic, but it has translations on, on English. Yeah, and if you truly read like what the priests are saying and then yeah. what the people are saying, what the deacon are saying, mm-hmm. you're truly like, wow, like this is what I'm doing within divine liturgy yeah like i've just didn't all this like i've just it's crazy once you yeah. understand things your eyes just oh my god you know what i mean yeah oh my <laughs> god <laughs> i'm thinking of the meme <laughs> <laughs> yeah beautiful beautiful that's definitely a good a good place to 100 to, to end it off yeah leaving leaves them wanting more yeah so make sure guys like subscribe all the nine yards um yeah and then also most importantly um i said this to the other one um i think i know this is the one thing i am 100 percent sure of is um the prayer aspect of it is if you are willing um do pray for us me more 
you know, wink, wink. Me more, me more. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, definitely a good place to stop. May God help us. And, you know, nice to, ha- nice to see you, man. Nice to nice see to you, brother. You. Nice to see you, brother. I'll Until see next you time. Uh, next time. Next time. Ciao, ciao. Bet.